Hello, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me again here for episode 21. I'm extremely grateful if you're still tuning in. It's We're here. It's Tuesday, January 26th, 2021. This probably won't come out for a couple weeks because I'm ahead of the game. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, January 26th, January 26th is a special day now. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, one of my life heroes. Um, today on the show, I've got, I have the pleasure of speaking with my first professional athlete, actually, uh, his name's Josh real war. Jo- <laughs> his name's Josh real war Jones. He's a professional boxer. He's six and zero in his professional career with three knockouts. He's from Northern Philly amateur record, 75 and 30. His pro debut was on uh, was four year around four years ago in April on April twentieth. Um, yeah, so he's here and he's ready. So I'm gonna welcome onto the show here. Um, real exciting stuff. Everyone, please welcome Josh Real War Jones to the RPD show. Hey, it's good. How are you? I'm great. Hey, th- thanks for coming on the show. I-, I really appreciate it. No problem. No problem. Anytime. How, how, how are you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm good. And yourself? Can't really complain. You know, just another day trying to get through it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, um, congrats on your recent uh, first round knockout. You know, that's that's really big. You know, I know you're, you know, coming up in the ring so that that's that's amazing to hear yeah yeah especially on like a uh, i had like a comeback and then i heard about the fight on a week notice so i took oh, it, was, it, and it and it was at a bigger weight too oh really it was a late like you didn't it was kind of like a late thing that was put together yeah yep so my opponent had fell out so uh, i filled in the spot for the opponent Okay, no way. I didn't even know that. Um, yeah. What, uh, well, when you're, you know, noticed, like get a late notice for a fight, what does that change kind of the strategy going in? Or is it just like you kind of go and do your thing? And I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I've, I'm, not, I'm not super familiar with boxing. You still, you still got to go and do your thing. You know, it's like, a, um, like some trainers watch videos on like fighters. You know, and some fighters watch videos on other fighters. Like, I wasn't too concerned on watching, like, the video on uh, the fighter. I just went off with my trainer and them was saying, you know, like, for that week going into there, like, we just had, like, some working working on, like, throwing the overhand a lot. Okay. And that's where it played a big, big effect in the fight. Didn't turn my phone off. My bad. Um, nah, you did. That, that's uh, that's that's crazy. I mean, like how like how normally how long do you like train for a fight? Like mentally, physically, like that's. I'm, I'm, month, I mean, I know it's a very taxing sport. You know. Yeah, yeah. At least a month, month and a half. You know, um, some fighters like because I, I I for my comeback I fought four rounds. I'm supposed to be going up to six rounds. So um, sometimes it's like. It's a month now. It's a it's a month. But once going into like to my twelve rounds, it'd be like a month and a half, two months where you where as though you got to start getting ready before, you know, because you got to mentally prepare your mind and everything. Like you got to mentally focus 
if you're not mentally focused in there, then like you'll be done because you'll be broken. Like your, your mental won't be all the way there. You gotta always focus yourself. You gotta separate yourself. Like I had to separate myself from my uh my son. I had to separate myself from everybody, like women and you know, all that. In such short notice though, just for that one. But during like camp and stuff, I would like, once I'm in camp, I won't be able to see my son for like the whole camp or none of that. And you won't be able to do like your, your daily routines. Like it, it'll always be just like boxing. The full day out. That's boxing insane. and rest. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, professional sports it's you know it's a real sacrifice i mean people only really see what's on tv and the glamour and all that but the you know to separate yourself and just get you in that zone that's that's crazy i mean it just shows the dedication you got to have if you want to make it to the top you know yeah um what like as far as the physical training though is it mostly cardio based or is it you're just you're you know, it's kind, of like you, kind of like how you see in the movies, you know, how like you're tape, you're getting taped up and then you do the speed. I, I don't know. I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's, it's that, but it's what, uh, it's what a lot more like work. Like you got to like the heavy bag, you got like the mitts and you got like a body suit is, it's like, is a lot more work. You still got to, um, like you got the double end bag There's a lot of stuff. They had you working on in there. And like, sometimes you'll be done. Like you say, you get in the gym at 12 o'clock, you'll be done around three o'clock when it's, when it's camp. Wow. Yeah. That's and then not to mention, sometimes you might have strength and conditioning, strength training right behind there. Like strength and conditioning is for like your cardio and your strength to make sure you're strong when you get in a fight and all that. So you have that right behind your training and, and it's but and that's that's every other day when you in camp. Dang. So you really gotta be prepared. Then you still gotta do your own separate running. That's that's insane. That's, I mean, yeah, I, I really respect <laughs> the the dedication. You know, the dedication that you put forward to prepare. That's it's about you know. It's I mean, it it only pays off, and it's. Part, part of being a professional you know like you gotta yeah. or you're gonna, i mean you can have all the natural talent in the world but like if you don't prepare yourself you know mentally physically like it, it, you know it's just because you're hey. going up against the best of the best <laughs> yeah you'll be able to tell like if somebody ain't prepared mentally and physically they'll fall short definitely um so you're from philly north philly yeah. Uh, would would you say that like your upbringing kind of help has helped shape you like as a fighter? Like, do you think that has to play a part, or is it not really a coincidence at all? Like, you know, all Philly will help because like it's it's rough. It's like rough down here, so it it'll help you. But I can say like it had like it helped some people, but it has helped me a lot. You know, because I learned how to like. It, it taught me how to separate myself from the things that people I grew up around and was used to hang around was doing, separate myself from the streets. It helped me get more focused on what I wanted to do with myself and my life and, and not try and fall to the wayside like everybody else. Like, cause my neighborhood, they call my, like my neighborhood called the Badlands, but 
they don't say the extra stuff. Like we had celebrities down here that's back down here. Like my neighborhood is like a black hole. Once you get sucked in, like into it, you you into the streets, basically. Yeah. So so I'm I'm I, hold on, should we wait something? Yeah. So I'm basically one of the yes. I'm basically one of the the the. Basically, I'm the golden child of my neighborhood because. Nobody down here, everybody down here that has been professional sports started playing college basketball, football, um, everything that they done, rapping and all that, they wind up coming back down here and getting themselves sucked into what's going on around them. And I'm the one, like, I'm still down here as we speak, but I don't get sucked into what's going on around. Like, I still separate myself and go to the gym and um, like, like I have a son. My son plays a big part. Spending time with my son, and um, like trying to be a better dad for him. So it helps keep me away from it. Like, yeah, I got friends that's still out here that still call me and ask me, "Am I coming out? Am I coming to hang around them and all that?" But I don't because I'm on a different mission. I'm on a different mission. Like I ain't I'm not trying to be with the streets. Nah, I ain't gonna let it suck me under. As you call it like a black hole, do you, do you think like you were growing up, you're kind of aware, like you you were, you saw other people, you know, whether it's family or friends, like, and you just thought to yourself, like, I don't want that type of life. Yeah, like, I, I, yeah, I, I want different better, in a sense, uh-huh. like, built differently. Yeah, yep. And then I still, I still had like a set of um, guys that were older than we call them, like our old heads. Like, I still had them that, that, like, always tell me, like, don't don't let it bring you under. Don't let this hood bring you down. Or or if I needed, like, money to go to the gym to get on a bus, you know, because my, my parents, at one time, my parents were doing all they can, but they wasn't, like, financially, like, set that to help me out. I mean, we came up, like, real bad. So they would give me, like, money, like, yo, take this and go to the gym. Or they would drop me off at the gym and pick me up. Like I still had a set of people that was there and to keep me away from it. You know, like my I had brothers. Like my I got a real good support system. Like my family is, is real big supporters. So when they can, they they do everything they can for me when they can. So that like it helped. It played a big part too with them, the older guys that out here telling me, like, they see me walking with my gym bag. They kept me off the corners, like, as a young as a young kid. Because, you know, when you're a young kid, you you want to just be around. You want to yeah. do, like, what everybody else is doing. So they helped me with that. Like, would just talk to me, like, yo, you don't belong out here. Don't be out here. We don't want to see you out here. Get away, you know. And it, and it helped me, like, like, damn, like, maybe I do. I do got to like promising future or maybe I do got to separate myself from this just to be better than what they say. Cause they be, they was telling me like, you, we want you to be better than us. You want you to do something that we never done down here that nobody has ever done. I had a professional boxer in my hood that, that, I mean, he boxed, he had a couple of pro fights and then he stopped. So I'm learning from him, like, and seeing him. I had, we had a guy down here that uh, was on the USA team and everything. 
and he made the uh, uh, he made the Olympic team. I don't know if he uh, I don't know if he placed in the Olympics, but he made the team and all that. And he um, he just stopped boxing. Like everybody just always stopped. Like we had professional basketball players, people that went to college, great colleges, and just stopped going to school and come down here and selling drugs, like like stuff like that. So I'm like, nah, it's not gonna be me. It's not gonna be me. Well, I, I commend you for you know having that type of awareness and trying to better yourself. I think just having a good support system is truly important because I mean you really can't do it on your own. Whether it's having a good coach, or yeah. just family, you know, your son, like that's that's really important. And I think it kind of at least se- helps separate. Um, people when they're trying to really trying to achieve their dreams you know yeah yep because i'm still chasing the dream like no job no nothing i'm out here chasing the dream like because i know i know in due time it's going to pay off most definitely i didn't have my moments i didn't have my downs in the sport and all that and then it started paying off now everybody is starting to notice me they noticing who i am and like everybody wanted to talk to me i'm like a a celebrity down here so and it like i'm still regular i say it all the time like i'm still regular but people treat me like like i'm, I'm a celebrity down here. So people treat me like i'm a celebrity around so i gotta like now i like conduct myself different i gotta move different i gotta everything i gotta do is, is, is different because it's, it's an expectation now definitely i mean you just have to like hold yourself to that standard just because you have extra eyes on you you know because yeah. one little slip up then it's it may leak to the media or to just the wrong people and that's yep. so it's like you just got to be aware so i you know de- i definitely you know just from talking to you here for like 10 minutes i, I could d- definitely tell you that you just have the right mindset for yeah you know, so I, I i love it um thank you initially though like what made you want to get into boxing was it just like a, a love for the sport as a kid or is it just something you kind of grew into and was like wow i, I think i'm pretty good at this or I'm, boxing I'm was a punishment oh really yeah okay. my dad my dad used to see me like fighting too much or somebody always told him that I was fighting somebody or something. So my dad, like, you like fighting? I'm going to take you somewhere where you can fight people at. And he took me in a boxing gym and I sparred a kid with like 20 amateur fights. He took me in there and let me spar him from the from as soon as I got through the door. They bought me a headgear cup and all that. I went in there, I sparred the kid. The kid dropped me with a body shot in the first round. <laughs> Drop me with a body shot. Like, and I'm like, Dad, I'm on the ground crying. Dad, I don't want to box no more. I don't want to do it no more. And he like, nah, he like, this your punishment. Like, every day you're going to come in this gym and you're going to train. And when I see you beat that kid up that, that dropped you, then we can talk about making a decision of what you want to do. So I'm like, okay. Like, it was hard work, but sure enough, like they gave me two and a half weeks in the gym and I sparred the kid. I beat the brakes off him. I got my revenge. And then I told my dad, like, no, I want to box the dad. Like, it's easy. I started saying it was easy. But as I went out to them competitions, it got harder. And I had to, like, develop more skill 
I had to get a different trainer because the guy that first started me out training, he really didn't know as much. I had my first amateur fight in six months in the boxing gym. Oh, no way. Yeah, and I fought somebody with 10 fights, my first amateur fight. I lost. I lost, but I gained the knowledge, and it was like my dad started seeing how tough I was. So then I had moved to Joe Frazier's, and, and then from there, I was getting trained by Joe Frazier. They had us going out to all the tournaments and everything, and I start like, loving it. Like, I'm, like, really loving it because I like traveling. Like, I'm like, I like to travel. When we out there fighting, I'm competing with the best fighters around the, uh, uh, the United States and stuff. We all meet up for, like, the soul gloves and everything. So then it's, it's just like, it's fascinating to me because I can win out here and then be ranked and then be in the books and then get clothes sent to me and all that. So I wanted like, I wanted more with it. I wanted more. Of course, I had like a bunch of hiccups with it and like times where it's though I wanted to stop, but my dad never let me give up at a young age. He, he always told me when you do something, you don't quit. So as I got older, when I started having like my my hiccups, I was like, I know I remember what my dad said, so I ain't let it break me. Didn't let it break me. I just let it build me and move me and make me stronger. I love that mentality. That's I mean, you can't give up. I mean, just because you yeah. hard time. So that that that's very uh, interesting to me. Just because like it's not some because like a lot of times you hear and like with sports and everything it's like you know i love basketball or baseball or football or whatever like at a young age and i just stuck with it but like yeah it, it seems like you kind of it was something that you just never thought you'd really do and then you kind of got thrown into yeah. it yeah like, that's that's pretty incredible in itself yeah because i didn't think i was gonna be like this <laughs> no i mean i guess sometimes that's the best path right like you kind of just let life take it um yeah you said you like traveling. What's like one of your favorite places that you've like done a fight? Uh, the fight in one of my favorite places. I want to say like Puerto Rico. Oh no way! Okay. Yeah, they uh, they welcome me in with open arms. Oh, oh, hold on, I had a call. They welcome me in with open arms and everything. Like it was like we were like family. Like they welcomed me in like I was their family basically so it was like like and i fought the top guy in puerto rico my first day out there so so after that i ain't get a fight there since then we fought outside and all that but they was taking me everywhere after that because i beat the top kid out there yeah like, amazing. they're probably like who is this guy this is this guy's a, you know the truth yep and they started thinking i was spanish and all that Whole time, like I ain't none of that. <laughs> like I'm, I'm African American, so they was thinking I was from uh, I forgot what part of Puerto Rico they say, but they dark skin, and they was with. They kept saying it like he from here, he from here. I'm like, I don't even know Spanish. Like, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but they was treating us. They was taking us everywhere, and I loved it. I went snorkeling for the first time down there and everything. That's amazing. I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. that, you know, they treat you well, you know, when you travel, you get to experience yeah. life. Uh, like how, cause uh, 
Can you keep an you eye made your professional debut on April 30th, 2016. You're currently 6-0 with three knockouts. Um, how surreal was it when you uh, made your professional debut? Like, was it like a kind of a nervous feeling or was it like you're like, I'm, I'm here at the big stage, time to I'm, – I'm, I'm fucking ready for this, you know? Like, yeah, I was like, I'm nervous, but I'm here. Cause it was, it was like, was it like a, I want to say like a couple weeks, like a month before my son was born or something. And it was like it was something I always wanted to do because I knew, like having a child at first was gonna slow you down for a little while, you know, having to be there with my child's mom and everything. So I'm like, like yeah, like I gotta do this. I like I'm here. Like I, it's finally happening because. I was in the amateurs. I stuck around in the amateurs for too long. It was like I was bored with it. I was bored with it, beating a lot of people, but I was bored. I was like, I didn't, didn't want to be amateur no more. I've been wanting to turn pro. And so when I did, I'm like, yo, like, like, this is happening because me and Jerron fought on the same uh, card for our debut. So I'm like, yeah, me and Jerron in this. We put on the same car for our debut. So I'm like, yo, this is this is great. Like we get the debut together and all that. Like we was hype. And when I got in there, and when I I stopped him, I was just like, yo, like like if you look at the video, like I bounced up and down, and I was like, ah, like I like like yelled a little bit. Like I wanted to cry because it was so relieving, like for me to be able to get in there and and really like showcase myself in the pros and to let them know like yeah i'm here like, i'm here it's only the start I, I bet that that was just such a amazing feeling like I yeah mean, I remember that for the rest of your life you know just uh -huh. the start of it um, yeah. and, like mental health and boxing like, how do you think those correlate? Like, I know you said you got to be ready mentally. But like, obviously, mental health is a big thing that people talk yeah. about today. I, like, a lot. I think a lot of boxers suffer from mental health problems. On actually, like, like depression. Um, some of them got like ish anger issues. Like, like is, and some of them like like. I want to say boxers, like we are thinkers. We think, we think a lot. Think, think, because in the room, you got to be able to think, outthink your opponent, to capitalize your opponent. So even outside the ring, we still thinking, we still thinking, 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 thinking. When we're not training, we're thinking. So if boxing, like with the corona, when they took boxing away from us, it, it showed, like you notice a lot of athletes, like not even just boxing, a lot of athletes and stuff, they, like was going through it. Some of them start having depression problems. Some some of them start like like I start seeing like boxers posting it on Instagram. Like like they feeling depressed. Like it it messes you up because like you can't like do what you usually do. Like I I like like boxers. We like to punch on people. We like to punch on things. We gotta like like be able to do that. And so when we're unable to do that, it. It must we have to face reality. We had to sit and really face reality. And then when you sitting and facing reality, knowing that you can't go to the gym and train it out, like to calm yourself down, to make sure you like like if somebody make you angry, we use we take it out in the boxing gym. But when you can't do that, where's it all gonna go? You hold on to it. 
Hold on to it. Some people get depressed by it. Some people get angry by it. Some people do things behind it. Like, fortunately, I was one of the people, like, I got, like, because I was depressed before. I didn't had it. Like, I was had depression, like, when my uh, my brother and my cousin, my uncle died in the same year. I had, yeah, I had developed, like, a big depression. So when, I, when it came around, this time when they took boxing away, it was like, it was like, damn, like, like I, I felt the depression come back, but I knew how to handle it more. I knew how to handle it, and I knew me going running would help with it, because I like to go running. I'm a runner, so when I go running, it'll help me cope with it. Other boxers didn't know how to cope with it, so it, like, said they depression, like, skyrocketing. They was on social media going off. They on social media telling people what they going to do. Like, it, it, it went haywire on there, like, from a lot of athletes, like you start seeing it, like really, like on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, I'm doing an interview, shoot me. And you start seeing it on Twitter, that was my son. <laughs> Instagram, like you start seeing it everywhere. So, so, like mental health, it do play a big part with boxing. Like if you take boxing away, you you'll see. Like if you. I mean, the way you described it, it's it's honestly kind of more of a, not even it's like much more than a sport. It's almost like a s- escapism in a sense for you guys. Well, yeah, sense, uh-huh. like, I guess like I mean, how some people use working out as like a way to help themselves. I mean, I guess it's just a way, an outlet for you know, you guys to speak. just just let let out like what what you're going through or you know so yeah. that's, yep. that's really fascinating to me i, I never really yeah. thought of it like that so uh-huh. i, I then, that perspective and it took for like the coronavirus and stuff for like i learned a lot through the coronavirus but me sitting here it helped me realize like damn like boxing really helped me escape reality like it really helped me escape everything i had going on Cause at this time, like I was going through something with my son, mom. Like I'm going through things with, with people, with everybody. So I'm like, like yo, like it's all hitting me at one time, and like I'm dealing with everybody else's problems in my own now. Cause I'm not in the gym. I can't train. So it like it it, it played a little big toll on me, but it also strengthened me up, me like more strength, like and me learning how to deal with more things instead of getting angry and blocking them out and and leaving and all that like i had to face it yeah it's it's like re- real life was hitting you right looking at you right in the face and it was yeah I yep. that feeling it's been i mean it's been a tough time for a lot of people i th- um since your most recent fight was the, how long did you go in between fights due to corona or is that a, a year i had for uh, uh last year in february and i was going to have a fight in april like it was coming back to back like last year was supposed to be like my Daddy, yes. okay Can I get right, hold on one second no wait till i'm done wait till i'm finished wait till i'm doing my done doing my interview okay so i uh uh so like I was supposed to have a date in April, like coming right behind it. So I'm like, all right, well I'm going to fight. But when the Corona hit, like I had a, uh, I supposed to be lined up for like the whole last year. When the Corona hit, it stopped. It stopped all of it again. No, it stopped everything. So I wasn't able to, I wasn't able to um, 
like, like get in the ring. So I'm like, yo, like, this is, like, it, it, it messed me up because I'm like, yo, I really was had a plan on, like, thinking I'm, I'm going to fight, like, this whole year just to get my resume up there just because, like, everybody know me. They starting to notice me, but I want them to know me, know me. Like, I feel like when you hit that 10 and 0 mark, that's when everybody start knowing you, knowing you. Like, absolutely. And I, I, you know, you're almost there, but that's, that must have been just such a, I mean, because you're really just getting it going there and, you know, on the professional yeah. side. So like, yep. I got it back going because, because I had, before that, I, I had took some time off because my one and stuff happened with my brother, my cousin, my uncle, they all died the same year. My brother died the day before my birthday. Then my, my cousin wound up dying and, um, I mean, my uncle wound up dying in like October, and then my cousin died in November. So it was like, like, damn, my cousin was like my brother because he used to stay over here with us. We did everything together. So when that happened, like, I'm like, yo, I need some time. Like, I really need some time. So I had to like take a step back from the boxing um, and take a step back from everything just to get my mind together. Like the beer for my mom and all that, because I had to be the one to tell my mom when my brother died. Like, so it was like it was a lot. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 sorry for your loss, man. That, that's that's terrible. Wow. Yeah, so that's why I had took that time. Like everybody was thinking, like, yo, when you fighting, when you fight, kept asking, I'm fighting, or I needed a break. <laughs> I just needed a break. Yeah, I mean, definitely had to take that time. That's a lot to process but um i you know while doing my research and all that i, I saw you put out like a rap single uh do you have like what are your interests outside of is that something you you're like into like yeah you other interests outside of like boxing or i play basketball oh no way okay yeah yeah i play basketball i'm actually gonna go play basketball tomorrow night so like i always stay moving around but I go to the rap studio. I was gonna go to the rap studio tonight because, like, you know, I I, I do my hobbies when, like, outside is just like when I ain't, when I'm not like I train every day. So when I ain't got a fight coming up, then that's when I'll be like, all right, well, I can go into the studio and make this rap. Like, I I don't know. Like they saying I supposed to be fighting like March, the end of February, March, but you know the dates is not secure right now because of how the corona is still around and and everything so i'm just waiting for him to secure another date so while i'll be doing that i just i go to the studio because i write all the time i'm always writing new songs i think that's so cool just because like i think it's good for um i think it's good to, instead of being so la- i mean it's good to be laser focused when you have to but i think you gotta be balanced you know like i mean yeah like like yeah with- uh, Stephen Fallen, cool boy stuff. He actually got me into rapping. Oh no way! Okay. Yeah, because when my brother and him died, he when my big brother died, actually, he was like, I was trying to like cope with the pain and stuff. And then when my uh, he was telling me about rapping, but I wasn't paying attention to it. Like I'm like, man, I'm I'm going through it. But when everything happened, then my cousin died. He like, yo, make a rap, bro. He like, I'm telling you, he like you've been through so much. Just put it down. Write it like you're writing a poem. And you're gonna make a song, so I wrote it like I was writing a poem, and I wound up making a whole song off of it. And everybody starts telling me like they actually like it. So then somebody 
told me like they, they said like rapping ain't for everybody. Some one I had one person tell me like rapping not for everybody. So why are you doing it? Blah 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 blah. You put out one song, you're gonna be a one hit wonder. I'm like, I can make a whole mixtape for you that show that I'm not just a one hit wonder that I can really rap. So I went and made a whole mixtape. I got a whole mixtape on SoundCloud and everything. That's dope. I mean, dude, I mean it's like I think I think it's just cool that you express yourself that way. Like regardless yeah. if your songs blow up or whatever, you know, it's I think that's just a way to I mean it's definitely a very popular medium right now, you know, just releasing music. It's so easy, you know, just like how I have a podcast. It's like, I just upload it online. Like it's not that hard. It's, yeah. you know, so, um, that, that's cool. Cause I mean, there's athletes like Damian Lillard, you know, Lonzo ball, uh, uh-huh. uh I, I miss, I miss I'm, there's a couple NBA guys, you know, that they, they, yeah. they do their thing and it's just, you know, something outside of, basketball that they do so i think it's yeah you're you're just because honestly you never know you can make a song and it could change your life so yeah uh i do a lot just to keep because my mind like i'm a thinker so think so much i'll be like i'm gonna just write a rap like how much i'll be thinking like, yeah, and i just think about like current events or think about something that happened in the past when i was a kid or something and that's how i come up with like a lot of my songs and stuff and people be liking them yeah um i i definitely liked what i heard so but I, I think that's cool that just to hear more about that process uh yes, you said you have a few things in the works but what what's uh next for you i mean you said there's unconfirmed dates but you have some fights coming up potentially yeah yeah they telling me that uh like the end of february because at first i was going to be on the car february 6th in, in philly but they saying like the um it, it was full so i'm like okay well i'ma just wait and like my training i'm like was saying like the end of february the end of february like me you're gonna be fighting like february so with them i just gotta stay ready because stuff pop up within a split second and then like I man i'm ready for anything that come my way you know like it's about being ready for anything like like now that's what i learned and you got to be ready because like when them chances come when them chances come they don't they don't come too often but when they do you'll be able to make your name and make yourself noticeable Absolutely. I think I think the saying goes, uh if you stay ready, you don't gotta get ready, right? Yup. Uh-huh. So, yep, just, and that's what I do. Stay ready. Um well Josh, it, it's been a real pleasure just talking to you. Um this is yes. kind of the part of the show where I, I call it closing thoughts where if you want to plug you know, your next fight or your Instagram, whatever whatever kind of you want to say to wrap it up. The floor. Yeah, they they can follow me at Josh the Boxer on Instagram. Um, my Facebook is Joshua the Real War Jones. Twitter Josh the Boxer. Um, I'm I'm basically anywhere. Friendly guy, people can have conversations with me. You know, I, I answer back. Um, and you know that's it. <laughs> Next date still low and coming soon. <laughs> Definitely. Well, uh, if you if you want if you enjoyed this uh, this interview, go hit him up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. 
you know, shoot him a DM, say, you know, say, Hey, you're dope. Can't wait to see you do your thing, whatever, whatever you want to say, but he's there. He'll hit you back. Um, Josh real war Jones, professional boxer. I, I really appreciate the time, man. Like I, it, it means a lot to me and I'm, I'm really rooting for you. So like, yeah, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I, you having me. It was the, the pleasure was mine. Most likely. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely, uh, be, be on the lookout, you know, for what you got going on. But again, man, thanks a lot. And, you know, thanks for opening up about like what you got going on. Yeah. Thank you. It's no problem at all. All right, man. Well, you take it easy. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll chat, we'll chat soon. All right. Peace. All right, man. All right.